0: conscious collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, change makers and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body and business. Each week we share, discuss and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery we find a path to an aligned mind, body and business. Hi, I'm Lisa and I'm Emily. And we are the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. We have a special guest today. Yay! Um, We have with us Efrain Mercado of Elite Financial Coaching. Ephraim is a friend and client of mine. And when he last came to visit me for some fascia-based work, we got to talking about what he was up to. And I really loved uh, how he talked about his financial coaching on a more... Accessible level, we'll say. You know, um, I remember Ephraim. You kind of told me, like, you know, certain people are are ready to learn about stocks and bonds and investments and things like that, and that's all good and fine. But there's a whole bunch of us, and if you guys are anything like me, where that, you know, I'm just not quite to that level yet. That that's still a little bit uh, intimidating for me. So. Um, there's a level of financial coaching that Ephraim is looking at, uh, that really is much more to do with habits, uh, and just, you know, day-to-day spending and, and mindset, um, related. And, and a lot of the things that he's said to me and that we're going to talk about, uh, really fit very well into our idea of mind, body, and business. Um, so Ephraim is originally from Jersey. He uh, has some pretty cool statistics here. He has eliminated $26,000 of his own debt in nine months, which seems pretty fantastic to me. And from that grew his emergency fund to $12,000. Um, so he likes to help people develop healthy spending habits and gain control of their finances. When we get to gain control of our finances and develop those healthy spending habits, we remove a level of stress that allows us to make better decisions for ourselves and our loved ones. Amen to that. <laughs> Thank you for being with us today, Efrain. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, I, I do I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to the financial coaching stuff. So uh, this well, is, when you asked me to be here, I was like, yay.
0: We <laughs> need you guys. Yeah, we need somebody to we're nerd like a out on stuff. The,
2: the unsung yeah. superheroes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can nerd out on the creative stuff, but we were kind of talking before we started recording about how Lisa and I more have the tendency to sort of put on the blinders when it comes to uh, really... Uh, laying out the the financial stuff and and figuring out what's going on and uh, in the grand scheme of things that's kind of silly, isn't it? It's probably common. Would you say that that's common?
1: Oh, uh, absolutely. It, it's common, mm-hmm. and I think uh, it's it's normal. Unfortunately. It's become what we're so we normal. all kind of do. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> normal's boring. So no one
2: ever. <laughs> I mean, after this, we're not going to be normal anymore, though. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: <laughs> so, what? What? E-frame got you into this niche of coaching.
1: Um. So, who, yeah, what got me in there? I always, well, first of all, I grew up, yes, I grew up in New Jersey and I'm the youngest of eight. There's a lot of us. Yeah. 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 And I'm the only one without children. I've got, you know, lots of nephews and nieces and some of them have their own kids. So there's a lot of us. And, uh, we, we grew up in, in a low income area. Uh, Mm -hmm. so finances for us were a lot of hand-me-downs, you know, Uh, which was fine. And and my, my parents did the best that they could. Right. To to get us going. And now, unfortunately, I didn't go to college. I was uh, I cheated myself through uh, my way through high school, first of all. And I just like, yeah, college is not going to happen. But my dad, he was a worker and I worked. And so I just really worked hard as much as I can. And and I was always able to to get some jobs here and there that were always good. I usually work like three different jobs throughout the week growing Mm -hmm. up. And, you know, when you're young, you know, young adult, that's easy to do. And then I landed uh, a really impressive job with the engineering company, and uh, in, I'm, I'm in telecom construction now. Um, so it was awesome, you know, to be there. And I, I felt like I did, I'm okay with my finances. It's not a big deal. I don't make too much. I don't make too little. I don't. I have debt. You know, I got a nice car. I usually lease the car all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was people needed money. Okay, sure. You know, I was I had a couple credit cards. It wasn't a big deal. Then I started learning um, about debt and how it's tr- actually robbing from us,
3: mm-hmm. you know.
1: And um, it, it was it's it, when we have debt. Um, it, it, to put it this way, it's best even whether it's you or Lisa. If, if I owed one of you a thousand dollars, basically I'm indebted to you. I'm now I'm your slave. It's mm-hmm. a terrible term to use. But that's the reality of it that I owe you But before I need to be doing anything else. Mm-hmm. I need to take care of that debt that I have. Yeah. And, and but we don't see it like that. It's this isn't it's a handshake, it's a negotiation. Hey, okay, mm-hmm. we did good. You know, I mean, you know, a contract that we signed. But at the end of it, I owe you first.
3: Mm-hmm. And I realized,
1: wow, that's really stealing from me. That's taking away because now all my effort has to take care of that first.
0: Giving away and, your power in a sense.
1: Yes, absolutely. absolutely, mm-hmm. And that's a huge thing because once I got out of debt, and I never even felt, I think I told you guys, before, I didn't really feel like it was a big deal even as I started, as I started getting out of debt. But as I did, I, I felt like chains loosened up. I, I got a little bit more mm-hmm. pep to my step. As I got closer, I absolutely felt strong. I tell that to people all the time. The, the power that you have when you own your money and your money doesn't own you and tells you what to do, totally different. You make Mm -hmm. decisions, your decision-making changes.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And we were talking a little bit about debt as well um, before we recorded. And I was thinking about just kind of the mindset around that and how culturally, really, we normalized just having debt. um, And as you were saying, we've normalized the idea that we're just going to be in debt
1: for life. Yeah. Well, we'll think, when did you get your first credit card request or offer? When you were 18. Right.
0: As soon as you turn 18. Right away. Right, when you know
1: everything, <laughs> right. you know how to handle money, you know how to deal with it here. They gave me
2: free t-shirts though.
0: so right. <laughs> And of course you don't take any kind of basic finance classes like in high no, school. At least they didn't when no. we were in high school. So yeah. you're just like free money. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, think about it. You you can ask even your parents maybe. Most Nobody was taught this, mm-hmm. you know, again, my, my dad had three jobs. The mom had two. again, there was a lot of mouths of feet <laughs> and yeah. they're great parents, but they never really taught me about money. Not, not, none of, none of when us.
2: When you're working that much though, how well, do you this, have the time? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That
1: too. Yeah, exactly. All I knew was to make money. I think that's what we all kind of get taught. Just make money. Just go make money. Just go make mm-hmm. money. But then on the other side, we get these credit card offers to go spend money, go spend money go spend money. Mm -hmm. And it does, it becomes norm. And even everybody, you know, well, you have to go into debt to go to college. And with the prices, yes, but there's ways to go to college without having to go into debt. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's, that's not that we don't hear about the stories of people who go to college debt-free. Because yeah,
0: a little tougher. I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in for for the healthcare peeps out there. If you Want to <laughs> do something like nursing? Uh, you know your your options, especially when I was going to nursing school right after the economy crash in 2008. My options were uh, much more <laughs> limited. And, and for
1: some, mm-hmm. absolutely. And for certain areas, yes. I, yeah, you want to be a lawyer? You got no choice. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your goal, and, and that's okay. But like m- most, yeah, most things out there, yeah. People, right. you, you, there's a way to work it, and there's right. also a way to to do it without taking such a blow. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, and it, it's tough, but we—it's it, become norm. It, it's become the normalcy of everything, even the car. You know, and I love cars. That's that's the tough part for me. I yeah. really love cars, and you know, well, it was always nice having a brand new car. I did leasing for. Maybe eight years you know, and it was always well, it's mm-hmm. always nice to have that, but it, it is is that what we need
0: right, right, and it's kind we, of you know. keeping up with the Joneses once you get oh. into the car and the you know house upgrade and mm-hmm. and uh, the labels and those kind of things right
1: Well, that's a huge thing there. keeping up with the Joneses absolutely we especially with social media. And seeing what Mm -hmm. everybody else has because, you know, social media never shows the bad. It only shows everything. (laughs) Exactly. So, wow, look at what they have. How can I get that? I'll use a credit card to get that. And now do you really have it? If you use a credit card to buy something. Do you
0: really even own it? Yeah. Exactly.
1: Exactly. You
3: know, so so it's tough.
0: Is a lot of your coaching then... Mindset work around these kind of things, it's, changing yeah. the way people look at debt.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's um, I think personal trainers will tell you, like, you know, when you're working out, it's twenty percent physical, eighty yep. percent what you eat. Oh yeah. When it comes to finances, it's twenty percent what you make, eighty yeah. percent how you think. I was thinking I things. could
0: draw a lot of parallels to to working out and nutrition.
1: Uh, oh yeah, between the yeah. yeah, you absolutely can. And that's how, that's what I really do try to teach others. I was like, do you, and I'll be silly with this one, um, because clearly I have no hair. It's <laughs> been bald for a long time and you ladies do. And hair care is quite challenging mm-hmm. to, you know, financially, but I'm always like some of my female clients, I'm like, do you really need to go get your hair done? Mm-hmm. Like how often do you need mm-hmm. to do that? And this is that, you know, but you do want to feel a certain way. And I get that. It's, it, it, there, there's a balance to it, though. Mm-hmm. And you should feel good. You know, you should do the things that, that, that make you feel better. Of course, with the hair and getting it done and making sure. But at, at what point does it, uh, like we were talking before, does it stop you from getting to your goals? So how do your emotions and your feelings sort of things and your desire mm-hmm. to to want something as opposed to need it? Mm-hmm. Those are two different things. Yeah. We often go for things that we want more than we go for the things that we need.
0: Yeah, for sure. Comfort, consumer comfort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you talk a lot about habits. Uh, I know you talk a lot about mindset, but but just um sort of shifting and creating new and deleting old habits is is big in your in your coaching world. Can we talk a little more about that?
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's a really good point with my younger clients. You okay. Know? Cause they want it's still so much FOMO. You know, they yeah. still so, don't want to miss mm-hmm. out, you know. But I wanna have the opportunity to go out with my friend. I I totally get that. I totally understand. As you get older, like we kind of like lessen down. And then as parents, as you guys are parents, you kinda like, all right, it, it, it changes a little bit. I get that.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: they wanna be young people wanna be around that what's happening so much. But to be there, it's going to cost money.
3: Mm -hmm. And
1: again, at what cost? Mm -hmm. At what cost? You know, just to be able to go. Do you need to go out? Or okay, you have that need. How can we adjust that so that it's not spending so much money and hurting you again from your goals? Why can't we do a game night on a more Mm -hmm. frequent basis? Hey, the beaches over here are free. Mm -hmm. Like let's let's change it. You can still have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still enjoy and you could probably still go out almost every day, but you don't have to go downtown to dinner every right. weekend.
0: Right. Running up huge bar tabs and stuff like yeah.
1: that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 crazy. I think um, let me see. I have it, I pulled this up because I, I did this a statistic, right, that I found. Um about coffee drinking, kind of, it was just oh, kind of gosh. into, into behavior. One. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Weekly, on average, people spend, on average, this might sound small, $22 on coffee a week, $60 eating out a week, $32 on happy hour, and $36 on clothing per week.
3: Mm-hmm. That's a
1: total of 150 bucks per a week. week. Mm-hmm. Right. I ch- chop that down and say, hey, let's say half, $75 a week. That's almost four thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. and that and I remember I chopped it down to half, but a big part of that eating, happy hour, you know, those are sh- huge of what we do in the spending. So it's like, why do we need to be doing so much? Because we we, we want community, which is mm-hmm. healthy, mm-hmm. but at what cost? Mm-hmm. Right. How does that now affect you later on? Mm-hmm. Or you know and, it, and when i say later i don't mean like two years later i mean in that same month later right how is it affecting you
0: right because these little things they seem so minuscule at the time like you know 350 here 450 here like oh, it's nothing
1: right But it yeah. adds
0: up yeah it,
1: it does it does there's i saw something i think in order to like uh save or, or spend whichever we want to call it like you know, um, I think, if, you know, again, $4,000 in a year, you just spend $10 a day, mm-hmm.
3: and we,
1: but we don't think about that. Well, I'm not spending $10 a day. No, but on average, are you,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: you know? Yeah. And so even with some of the coaching and going out to eat or doing, I, I try to tell people, okay, so if this is the amount that you're saying you're going to spend for going out to eat. And now it's, what's today's date. All right. it's the eighth. So we spent one weekend, how much do you have left in that line item?
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: what's that average out for the next three weekends? And how can you now go out for the next three weekends, but within that average? Yeah. And then you just change things. You just change up what you're doing. You can still, the crazy things, you can still go out. There's a lot of people who say, oh, you can't go out. You can't do anything. You need to save, 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 save. No, mm-hmm. no, no, relax. <laughs> right.
3: You can
1: do things. Just shift it a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, Just maybe you do another a, wine a happy hour with <laughs> grocery store wine on somebody's apartment rooftop instead of right going out and spending three or times. Make your
2: that own much. wine.
3: <laughs> or make how fun would that be? Wine. <laughs> right, and think about it, like guess.
0: how fun those. Well, certainly, I'll still drink <laughs> store bought wine. I think. Oh, we did drink <laughs> Kevin's wine, didn't we? We did. Um, I want to share that statistic uh, that you sent us that was alarming to me because. You know, you might be in a place where you think like where you start to have um, shameful might be a little dramatic of a word, but like sort of shameful feelings around your own finances and think that you're, you know, on a level below certain people right and the only people below a certain level have these issues with finances but what you shared with us is that 45 percent of americans earning more than a hundred thousand dollars a year are still living paycheck to paycheck
1: yeah is that wild
0: it's so wild
1: i know because we um, think about it again i think we said what if i had that
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> What like. Right. Now- Right, I,
1: I can I can use that, you know. So, right, why are we living paycheck to paycheck, making that much money?
0: And why is that happening, in your opinion?
1: I, in my opinion, it's it's the debt. I mm-hmm. think because another average, I believe, um, I, I should have it somewhere as well. That are, I mean, people are paying. Yeah, people are paying like within just a credit card, right? About average credit cards are like hundred ten dollars. Of, of, of what they're paying monthly, and people mm-hmm. usually have about four on average, four credit cards,
3: so mm-hmm. that's over
1: four hundred dollars. And then you mm-hmm. have your car payments. The average car payment is over six hundred dollars a month. So mm-hmm. boom, you're at a thousand dollars. So people are spending over a thousand dollars before rent, before mortgage, on debt. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it is. People uh, are, are accumulating so much debt that they they're in order to take care of just the, the minimum sometimes. Or to stay away from the interest rates, I got to put a little bit more on there that they're focusing on that. And then a lot of the money that's kind of like flying around everywhere, going, I tell my clients, you got to make sure the back door's open when the front door's open. I mean, closed when the front door's open mm-hmm. because that breeze will cause that to go right out the back door. Mm-hmm. And not paying attention to where our money's going. Yeah. Because most people and, aren't budgeting.
0: Yeah. Do you, so... <laughs> Do you see like, and I guess this is just one example of sort of living beyond your means, but it's like, say you get a raise or a promotion and you're making more money. It's like people automatically upgrade every element of their lifestyle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even though
0: maybe that's not quite the move just because you got a raise, right?
1: Yeah. I, I had a really good friend that and, and your support system is huge because mm-hmm. even going back to going out you know sometimes your friends are always pushing you to go out because they don't have the mm-hmm. same mindset and finance as you do right but having a support system I had a friend when I got the the, the job that I have now I doubled my salary it was wild I was mm-hmm. it was great especially for you know when I got it and he says "E, don't for the first couple months live like you have your old salary mm-hmm. don't jump And I was like, okay, let me try that. And again, I wasn't doing all this stuff yet. This was when I was in Jersey. And -hmm. even at that, it was helpful to kind of like live that way. But after a while, you know, you kind of fall into it. Because I I did upgrade to things too. But it, it is, I think when people get that salary, I wish people would want the raise, not so that they can take care of bills better. So we can reach our goals better. Okay. Because when we could take care of the bills, okay, we take care of the bills, but then are we thinking about our goals?
0: So, how do you set goals with clients? What what uh how do you start that process?
1: Well, it depends on what you want, where you mm-hmm. want. Do you want the house? Okay, that's a huge goal. You know, mm-hmm. do you want a new car? What do you need? You know, what are the needs first? Let's let's look for those goals. Everyone wants to go on vacation. How many vacations do you really need to go on? You know, it would be nice to go on multiple ones, but how, how if you want to do that what does that look like let's look at things let's what's everything look like and then we can start setting whatever those goals are for you um again if, if, if it's if it's for a vacation in june okay we have x amount of what right now eight months what does it look like to get there i need a car okay What's it look like to get a car? Let's, let's look at things and what you need and what's beneficial for you. And then those goals, you got five year goals or, you know, maybe even less three years or five years, but what's that 10 year goal? Mm-hmm. What's it, what's it look like when you, um, maybe are dating someone or going into marriage or, or starting having a family and remember, I mean, this is a pen. I don't have a pencil, but mm-hmm. goals should be really in pencil. hmm because yeah, it's okay yeah, for them to change. Flexible.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it, it is. It's okay for them to change.
0: So really we're talking about just basic financial planning, which sounds simple enough. But how many people do you find are really doing that?
1: <laughs> Very little. <laughs> I I wish I had, a, I, I probably could find a statistic on that. But most of the people I talk to, it's this one. It's, it's, it's just like this. Most of the people who find out what I do, And they'll tell me, "Oh yeah, I pay off my credit card every every month. Every I've been doing this for about (laughs) you know about three years now. Mm -hmm. Everybody pays off their credit card. Are you sure you're paying Mm -hmm. off your credit card? Are you paying the minimum that you know? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. even when budgeting, you know, oh you yeah, I budget. Okay, what's that mean? What do you budget? You're budgeting. What's it mean? And Mm -hmm. people don't know what that really means. Mm -hmm. And so it's I find that people aren't really doing they're they're just spending and i don't blame anybody you know I, I don't necessarily you're not a bad person because of it again i think it's become the norm
2: mm-hmm.
1: and people yeah. just don't but I let think me tell too, you like
2: the the burden is is normalized too so while we may while we may see okay everyone has all this stuff but it seems to be normalized everyone's like oh i just have a lot of a lot of debt i have a lot of burden yeah Mm-hmm.
1: Well, well think about this one like what do you think would do you guys do either of you think it would be it's ever possible for you to have no mortgage yet own the house
0: yeah. oh, house house paid off
1: yeah house paid I'm off. i'm still
0: renting but when i did own a house no that wasn't
1: like it's it's hard to something i could envision <laughs> yeah it is but it's funny, the, the, the mortgage Company has a, a, a balance. They know the goal. Mm-hmm. We don't really look at that. We just look at what we need to take care of at the end of the month. But it's possible right. to get there. And it's wild. Again, remember the strength I talked to you about? Imagine owning your home.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The
1: power that you have yeah. now. When I've you seen own it. your home. Yeah. I would wear
2: the t-shirt saying, I own my <laughs> house. I own my
1: house. <laughs> yeah, I would too. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. And, it, and it then that changes so much of your decision making. Mm-hmm. And again, I think I mentioned the stress that that you might have. Um, again, we put the blinders on. You were saying at least before, because we don't want. We can put the blinders on all we want. The stress is still going to weigh on us. Because yeah. like I mentioned, I didn't feel like I was in a place where I needed to get out of debt, but when I did, when I was getting out of debt, I felt the stress coming off, stress that I did not know was there. Yeah. So we could put the blinders on all we want. Yeah. Stress is going to, is going to jump on us.
0: And do you find, I mean, it seems like if people feel like they're in survival mode, then, you know, financial planning is not something that they can even entertain Do you find that a lot of the people that you're working with are in survival mode or feel as if they are in survival mode and then you can kind of help them see a way out of that?
1: The two most difficult uh, clients that I can gain are the ones that are in survival mode and the ones that are nowhere near survival mode. They're just not Mm -hmm. doing their finances right. And I've had both. Mm -hmm. And it's so... I want to shake the ones who have all the money.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm, know, me too.
1: <laughs> you're right? You're not doing it right. And, and, and there's been enough times where I've ended a client, you know, a, a, a um, contract because, all right, not, you're not a list. And they were doing great with, with earning the money. But I ended that and just let them go their own way because they weren't following the process and we were kind of spinning the wheels even though there was a lot of money in their account. But the ones who, are, it's so hard to think that you can get yourself out of a hole or you've been – that tunnel is so dark and you can't see the light. It's so hard. I think those are the most challenging ones to get on a, uh, a system or a program or a habit of, you know, of winning because they, they just never, they never won. Whatever situation that might be in, it's been so hard for them to win. Uh, so you got to find little, what are the little wins that we can do to kind of like hopefully get that um, encouragement to stand up again?
0: Where would you start there? What would you say to someone who feels as if they are <clears throat> in full survival mode to um, give them a little boost of confidence that that this is something that can be done?
1: I would say you're not alone. Now, uh-huh. your situation might be different, mm-hmm. but you're not alone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, and you might be stressed uh, or feeling the weight of stress, but that person across the street that she doesn't look like they're when they close the door, you know, we might not know it, but they're stressed because they're not functioning. We're there's there's you're not the um, oh, here it is. You're not the only one.
3: Mm-hmm. So many times
1: where we're in that hole, we feel like we're the only ones in there. Again, the blinds are on,
3: you mm-hmm. know,
1: and not because of that we put them on, but we just feel like there's nobody else here. And you yeah. just look, look. oh. There is somebody else here. Yeah. Okay. There's other people here. No. Okay. I'm not the only one. Now, how do we all get out of here? It's type of thing, but encouraging them that it's not a solitary situation. So many of us are in a, are in a hole that we don't sometimes see we're in.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: At the conscious collaboration podcast. We are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com. M Y A tapa. dot com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab fifteen. That's c o l l a b fifteen for a discount on your device. And I know this is going to be like a hugely just broad question, but if you had one tip or one habit shift. That could help everybody listening right now, you know, start to really change their financial environment or situation, as it were. What what would that be?
1: Live within your means, but mm-hmm. also know what that means.
0: Mm, if, know what that means, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. If I make $2,000, now that's a small number, I get it. But if I make two thousand dollars in one month, where is every one of those dollars going? And I can't spend twenty one hundred dollars.
3: Mm-hmm. I
1: only could spend and utilize two thousand. Too many of us are making two, three, four thousand dollars in one month, yet you spent forty five hundred. How is that possible because of mm-hmm. credit cards? and you and utilizing other means that aren't really yours right so that i would live within your means and know what that great. is yeah
2: so on that note, Ephraim, I was thinking a lot about, uh, you paint beautiful pictures when you're describing the feelings of being in lack or um, confusion about money, by the way. I love it. Like I, I can picture people in a tunnel and someone has a lantern. They're like, follow me. I know the way yeah. out. <laughs> um, but I've grown up with so many just terrible, I mean, you can tell me if this is terrible or not, but hearing, and maybe it's like, you know that's just the way society taught us about money. But Spend money to make money. Like, Mm -mm. there's so that's just one of them, but um, you got to spend money to make money. How and what that might cause in our mindsets in terms of how we're overspending, perhaps.
1: Yeah. Well, when you think about spend money to make money, what is that about? Like, okay, guess what? If I have to drive to my job, I'm spending money. There's Mm -hmm. gas and there's a car. So, yes, there's an idea of spending money to make money. But when people will, all right, I'm gonna spend money, but then make less. <laughs> right? No, 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 no. How are you doing this? How are you working that ratio out? Yeah, you could You have to. You know what? Um, one of the things that I did too was um, I, I bought a new computer when I started really getting going on this, and, and I bought other little things, and then you know uh, the subscriptions and stuff. I need to spend money,
3: mm-hmm. but
1: that money wasn't beyond what I was bringing in. And again, you're right. I think you do need to spend money to make money. You don't need to spend more money to make money though. Now, when you start building that business, in a business aspect, there is different. Financial, what I do is financial. It's really more personal. And I don't necessarily do this for business because there is a different aspect to that. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, or what I, uh, for me, I don't know when you're really trying to launch your your business. How much of that um, profit are you taking in just yet? You might need to. There there should be a balance to that. There's a point where you should where you want to. You know what I'm saying is pay yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, but you really want your business to kind of like take care of itself, so that you can eventually get on board that and do everything you need. But personally. Yeah, you know, we all have to spend money. I got a I've got the AC on in this place and I'm working. Like there is an aspect of that. Yeah, we mm-hmm. we do, but we can't spend money and make less. We either have to even out or make more.
0: And it sounds to me too, like, and well, and it just makes sense, like intentionally spend money to make money. Don't you, just you know, go on a spree and say, well, you got to spend money to make money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I love that too. So one of of the things I I tell my clients, again, it's Christmas, it's coming up and and you probably see some of my posts. Mm -hmm. All right. One of the things I tell people all the time is everybody does not, they don't all need a Christmas gift.
0: Thank you for that. I, (laughs) I obligatory gift giving is like a pet peeve of mine.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. How many bath
0: and body works gift baskets does one person need
1: i remember i'm in jersey it was a uh, 2003 i was a gym teacher and um it was a private school and we had a lot of kids i want to say we had 200 kids and they all got me something i don't know if i needed one thing <laughs> that all these kids mm-hmm. got me, you like know? really but, cute
0: really sweet but yeah like you, you probably no, would have been you. happy with a A handmade colored card from. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so much cuter. I can actually do something with that and put up on my wall, you know, Mm -hmm. but everybody does. And lots of times that gift giving and trying to give everybody a gift comes from what you need. I want, I hope they really feel good about this. Mm -hmm. So you get somebody a gift because Mm -hmm. of how you want to feel, not so much how, how they want to feel. And you, Convince mm. yourself of that. So I tell people: list out the people who need to get a gift this year. Who's getting a gift? Your 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 uh, a partner? Okay. Your mm. kids? Sure. Your mm-hmm. your um your parents? Yeah. But the neighbor, they don't need a gift. Now, mm-hmm. if they're your good friends, of course, your BFF, absolutely. But then you start giving everybody a gift, and now you're spending so much money mm-hmm. on people who, again, weren't even looking for a gift. Mm-hmm. Then once you have your list of who's getting a gift, um, how much are you spending? Now, it doesn't mean you you know, evenly throughout everybody, but how much overall am I going to spend on Christmas this year, the holiday season this year? And get a number there and mm-hmm. be intentional about that. So in the same way, yes, to make money, be intentional about how much you spend in that same way so that you're bringing it. Like, it should all be written down. You can't just let it fly. Right. If, if, we if look- you
0: got the blinders on, like Lisa and I, everything is plays <laughs> <Guns blazing. laughs> in. I mean I've gotten better over time for sure. But, We're, exaggerating. Uh, We're exaggerating. that's that's the yes. tendencies, you know, but you can't you can't move with intention when you don't understand the baseline. That that was a big parallel I drew between like mm. nutrition-wise and and learning to count macros in order to you know achieve certain physique goals. Um if you're just you know working blindly, which is like something that I was doing for most of my life and trying this and that diet, but you never really actually know what you're consuming until you look at it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Track it
0: and you look at it and then you're like, oh, okay. I guess I didn't need, you know, eight, (laughs) Tablespoons of peanut butter or whatever,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if it's crunchy peanut butter,
2: if it's crunchy peanut
1: butter, <laughs> with honey,
2: then you just have to take from a different line item.
1: Out the yeah, yeah,
2: exactly.
3: <laughs>
1: well, it's funny. I remember uh, one time I went to a family party, and my parents—I I see them all the time—and my dad poked This was years ago. My dad poked my stomach. And said, you know, you're only like a father can. You're getting <laughs> there. And then one of his good friends came over too, like didn't see what happened in a totally different room says, Oh, you're getting something. I was like, what in the world? Everybody. So I weighed myself and I was the heaviest I've ever been. I was like, Oh no. So sure enough, I'm in the gym every morning, five o'clock in the morning. I'm in the gym for like two months straight. Nothing. I know too much is a long time, Mm -hmm. but like nothing, nothing. nothing. Mm -hmm. And I talked to a buddy of mine who was a a personal trainer. uh, And he said here, Eat this. Do, do it like this. Here's, here's to eat, eat, do, Just eat differently. And I told you mm-hmm. about that. I started eating the way he told me to. Boom. 10 pounds yeah. within that month. Yeah. And that, that's a lot. But I yeah. was hustling. Yeah, so much it is. That once I changed that habit, boom. It's,
0: it's one wild. of those things. It's not easy per se, but no. it's simple. Yes. There's a formula. And if you execute it, you are guaranteed to get a result. And I yes. think it works the same way with what you're doing
1: yeah yeah absolutely and then again with i love the, the when we think about debt right it's and you're knocking out debt. you can take a lot of money and that's what i was doing i was taking a lot of money it was like that big old medicine ball it was knocking out that debt and it was knocking that wall down that big old medicine ball but once that wall was down that medicine ball of money was coming into my pocket and mm-hmm. that's why i was able to get those those 12 that 12 um twelve thousand dollars for my emergency fund yeah. I was able to get that because now everything that was putting towards debt was coming to me. It wasn't mm-hmm. going out the door and boom. And, and you prop people probably could have used less. I, I, my emergency, you know, I went a little higher purposely, but yeah. at the end of the day, what that does for me is if I lose my job, I've got six months before I need to get another job. Now I'm going to probably try to get a job faster, but again, that power. And now Less stress. I don't have to worry. Less. What am I gonna do? Oh my gosh. When you control Better your blood finances, pressure, <laughs> everything. Yeah. yeah. Better decision making. Mm-hmm. Here's another one I talk with, with clients about even dating. When you start, and I, a lot of the female clients I tell when you start doing your finances in a certain way, you make different decisions about the dude that you're trying to get with.
0: Oh wow, that's true.
1: Oh, That's true if you're
0: not operating from a place of like needing someone to help you yeah.
1: And <laughs> yeah you see and you see them doing things a certain way, well why are they doing that? you know mm-hmm. again why why do you got that that car? Mm-hmm. you know wh- what is that about? and you start making your decisions differently because you are looking at your finances differently mm-hmm. and you know it's it's we make, we make better decisions yeah, Tope
2: yeah that's so true. I love it. You've said so many gold nuggets throughout there. I'm like, my whole paper is taken up with notes. So <laughs> I'm just like recapping some of this, and we're talking about the ex- energetic exchange of currency and money um and how that can nourish us or deplete us. It can be our burden or it can mm-hmm. be our our ticket to freedom yeah. mm-hmm. and connecting to our um
0: episode last week about the energetics of business, and we were kind of relating different. Uh, aspects of the chakras to business um, I know that the sacral chakra uh has a lot to do with with finances and things like that and um I mean I've I've even gotten into discussions with people because the sacral chakra is located you know near the the lower back and uh how sort of the <laughs> epidemic of chronic low back pain could have a financial, Stress aspect to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think overall, absolutely, and it's so funny because I have some back issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: yeah I, I had two back surgeries in yeah. 2017, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, definitely, it, it does help again overall your mindset and how you feel about yourself, which obviously affects everything. And, and you guys know. Um, from anybody, when when you even are, are having that stressful day or that stressful week, and that whatever it is, you're, the weight on you is different, and you can't exercise the way you need to. You can't do the stretching that you need to. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that was terrible for me is like, again, I was I'm gonna go make money. I'm gonna go make money. Make, so it didn't give me time to do the things I need to do to get healthier. Even mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like, how does it affect everything that you're doing how does this Mm -hmm. this situation affect your your family Mm -hmm. you know and and when you have again when you have control it it changes it changes you and to be a healthier a healthier person yourself
0: yeah yeah I agree financial health is absolutely connected to physical mental and perhaps spiritual health Mm-hmm. Yeah, Emily, so. yeah.
2: and you said it very well too, it's, it's being able to make your decisions from safety and security
3: mm-hmm. and that assurance, mm-hmm. and
2: mm-hmm. that's the best place to be in any scenario. So I think, you know, as we're making a case for a holistic health and wellness, um, finances should be really at the, at the top of the list. And um, so Ephraim, who and how can people reach out to you if they're listening to you right now and saying like, wait, he's describing me, how, I need to get started on my routines.
1: Well, you know, it's simple. I have the, my IG account, my Instagram account. Um, I don't know if you can post it, but it's yeah, Elite Money Elite yeah. Money Coaching. Um, you can get through me there. My email is mercado.ef. So maybe you could post that as well. It's a Gmail account. Mm-hmm. I, I still have a full-time job because I, I see the, the opportunity I have with this company. Yeah. That's yeah. You know, been a blessing. Um, yeah. Although my passion is coaching. Um, so, uh, i haven't taken off with it, uh, um, in a sense of like, it's a business business. I don't mind that because I just, I still love it. Um, but yeah, they can get in touch with me through my IG, um, account and, um, I'll connect with them and, you know, we could make a plan. Most what I do is I do a cons- consultation where I basically find out their situation. And then I explain this is what I can do. And then it's a stress-free thing. You make a decision. I don't ever ask people to make a decision they're in a the spot because i don't think that's healthy i think mm-hmm. you need to all right here here's the plan here's the idea go think about it and you know if you decide not to I, i'll still probably help you or something because right? that's just me. <laughs> yeah. all right it's well here's
2: something <laughs> it
1: really is yeah and i've got it i started i list a podcast about that too about hey don't just give your gift out for free but I will give nuggets out there. Cause it's just, I just, I really want to see people be healthy within their finances.
0: Yeah. I think we got a ton of value just in this episode. So good stuff. We'll definitely put your info in the show notes so people yes. can reach out yes. to you. And I think it's awesome that um, you've got both things going because you're in your financial power. So you can see that, you know, um, Having both of these uh things available to you um helps to and keep both, you in that. In they're that both power. interesting yeah. to you. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah, it, it is.
2: Say.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I enjoy it. It's again the company has been a blessing to me, so I'm utilizing it as best I can.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Very empowering.
3: <laughs> hmm.
2: Well, anything I, else, you guys, that you want to add before we close out?
1: I just want to thank you guys. It, it was really, you know, like this is again. My girlfriend laughs at me because I do, I, I'm like, you know, I, I just get giddy when I talk about this stuff. And you guys ask me to be on the podcast. I'm like, <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I think I, that's, I think that's I good it. because I, I think a lot of people have, you know, developed, uh, you know, some really unhealthy uh, energies and, and views and mindsets around money. So I think this is yeah. really good to start to break those walls down um to to know that you know you don't have to have um endless income and millions and millions of dollars to actually you know know, feel good and and empowered about money uh rather than you know constantly in survival or some kind of negative mode
3: I yeah
1: and i'll leave one other statistic i I, it's not exact on but the majority of millionaires excuse me millionaires Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Did not inherit their money.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. many
1: people think, no, and the right. only way to become a mm-hmm. millionaire, I'm going to have to inherit. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. The majority of them never did. They just,
2: they just sort kept, of didn't stop doing what they were yeah, doing. <laughs> exactly.
1: They kept <laughs> yeah. the bait to the basics and got there.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. that perseverance. Yeah. I think this is great. And I can see you hopefully coming back with us in the future. Um, I'll say from a feng shui perspective right now, one of the highest, most demand place for me to focus on in a, in a family's or any, anybody's, um, environment in their home is their area of of wellness Mm -hmm. and prosperity. Um, so in those two go interchangeably, you can't have, um, your, your health and wellness, um, and, prosperity, uh, separate in isolation yeah. from one another. Um, mm-hmm. that holistic health and wellness is the hub of all of the different areas of our life goals. And, um, so hopefully everyone has taken into, um, they taken their own notes like I have <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. can start putting into place some things in their lifestyle that will start freeing up some of that power that you described.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely.
2: Well, great. All right, Ephraim. All right, Emily. It's been fun. This has been a great, yes, uh, great was. afternoon yes. spending it with you guys.
1: Thank you. I ladies.
2: hope that everybody enjoyed, um, listening to us in this as well. And we invite you to join us for more, um, more of this discussion in the conscious collaboration, um, uh, collective on Facebook. You can find us there in a Facebook group and you can connect us, connect with us in Instagram as well. So hit us up in the DMs. We're active there and find us, um, via email yay yay <laughs> thank you guys <laughs> all right guys i'll i'll talk to you each soon i hope
3: yes absolutely
2: <laughs> all right, all right Emily, I'll bye talk guys to you. bye
3: <laughs> bye Bye-bye.
0: thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast if you haven't yet please be sure to subscribe rate review and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at Conscious Collaboration Podcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.